0: Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Flump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth, and I apply a lip. I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay? Here's why. There's a little heat in it, and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the pod. Hope everyone had a good week. It was a short week. I was so discombobulated, honestly, coming back on Wednesday. Wednesday was a tough one for me. I know for a lot of us. I got a lot of messages being like, I'm struggling. It is because of the placement of 4th of July. Everyone was just so out of it and discombobulated. And then you came back and it was like, it's already Thursday. What's going on? all this to say, I hope everyone had a good week. I just trained up. I did Pilates this morning. I'm back on the workout grind. I'm trying. I mean, I'm fucking terrible. I nearly fell over about 14 times and you know, you could just tell everyone's staring at you and you're just like, you're the worst in the class, me. Um, And I was like, I know, I don't, I know that I'm bad. I know that. Like, I wish I could just scream and say, don't look at me. I know I'm bad. Also, I'm not going to say where I went, but I'm looking for a new Pilates class in New York because I I don't know I just I don't know about the vibes in the one I've been going to, but not too hard. S L T is too hard for me. Um, uh, what's that other one? Solid core. That's too hard for me. I like a nice gentle reformer class. Also, not to be picky. I know beggars can't be choosers. I prefer 45 minutes. An hour, an hour is too much time. 45 minutes seems acceptable to me. Um, and then I took the subway up. Oh, by the way, what is everyone's least favorite subway station in New York and why is it Canal? Um, absolutely hate Canal. hate Canal as a street. hate the whole vibe of it. It just really stresses me out every time I have to traverse it. Um, it just really, really stresses me out. It's like I feel like in every city there's one road that I just do not vibe with it at all. For me in L.A., that's La Cienega. Maybe because I lived on it one time and it was just the most absolutely stressful street to walk out onto every day. In um what is that fucking road called in San Francisco I need to text my friend but there's one in San Francisco like at the edge of the marina that I absolutely just cannot I mean Van Ness is like up there but it's not as bad as this other one that I'm thinking of um but you know just one road where it's just you're so fucking stressed out the whole time you're on it anyway I digress I went to bed at 8 p.m. last night um I just was so tired from all the partying and fun. And it was worth it. Again, fun tax is worth it. But yeah. And I was watching that movie on Netflix, Ibiza, Ibiza. I've I've got to pick a lane and stick to it because I'm going this summer. So I need to decide, am I going to be a fucking cunt who says Ibiza or am I going to say Ibiza and just like get on with it? I don't know. Everyone weigh in. so I was watching that movie and I was laughing because I, I read this thing on Instagram that said, people with anxiety love to watch movies that they've already watched because it gives them the illusion of control because they know what's gonna happen. And I was like, that probably explains why I've watched Sex and City all the way through about I'm not kidding you forty times. and I think I'm gonna restart girls, even though I just watched it at the beginning of this year. I'm already ready to watch it again because it's so good. Um, someone wrote to me on on AMA and said, Do you think that the IUD is the reason that your crush list is dry? And I was going to write back. And, I, and then I'm like, I don't want to put too much of this on Instagram because I do know, I mean, at least I hope, at least I have the illusion of hope that there are still some straight guys who follow me or like maybe guys who I'm talking to follow me. So I want to keep it to the pod. I don't think that's it because I have the, the urge to have a crush. Like I'm horny and I'm dying to have a crush, but I just don't fancy anyone. Like, don't fancy anyone. And I was also going to write on Instagram, everyone I meet is dull. Every man I meet is dull, but I'm trying to be less like, like that on Instagram. I just like fear the screenshots and people being like Tinks is man hitting it. I'm not, I'm dying to love a man. I just don't find any of them interesting. Okay. You guys all know me. I have definitely been called extra and a lot in my life. And you know what? I am. And I'm proud of it. I'm just being me expressing myself. And I want you guys all to do the same thing. I'm not afraid to be extra. I'm embracing it, especially this summer. It's all about indulgence. More is more. Here's how I'm doing it. I'm bringing my cats to the Hamptons with me. Is it extra? Yes. Am I going to do it anyway? Absolutely. And I seriously cannot wait to bring you guys along because you know I'll be potting about it the whole time. And I'm hoping that every day is going to be so luxurious. I can't wait to eat all the different magnums all summer long. Everyone has their favorite And mine is ever-changing, although I do love the white chocolate ones. Magnum ice cream has something for everyone to indulge in. You guys, that's what I love so much about Magnum is there is so many different flavors. You've got the minis, you've got the different textures, the different ice creams. So when you pull out a big bunch of them, everyone is like, ooh, I want that one, I want that one, I want that one. And that is what we love. We love variety. Sourced and crafted from the world's highest quality ingredients. You guys know what luxurious is? High quality ingredients. You can genuinely taste the difference. The ice cream is creamier. The chocolate is real Belgian chocolate. Like everything is just the highest quality. And that's what we like because even though it might just be your after dinner dessert on a random working Tuesday, you want to be having the best of the best because those little life luxuries, that's what makes life so sweet. Magnum ice cream stands for more of what makes you, you. That is why I'm so obsessed with this brand, you guys. I mean, not only because they make my favorite ice cream, but also because they are all about leaning into what makes you you. For me, that's being extra. I know, I know. And they're all about just leaning into that. So what could be a better thing than to lean into who you are, what you're about, and how that makes you beautiful. I want you to really embrace more as more this summer. I encourage you all to take more time to yourself. There is a never enough that we can do when it comes to recharging, relaxing, and spending some time on ourselves. So whether that means going to get your nails done on a Sunday afternoon, going to brunch with your friends, going to a spa, taking an extra long walk getting an extra special coffee on your way to work, those little moments of joy, live life to the fullest because more is more. And more is more to Magnum ice cream. Let yourself go over the top this summer and enjoy every minute. Follow indulgence to magnumicecream.com to discover every flavor and find Magnum ice cream in a store near you. Magnum ice cream, more is more. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I want to talk about being a bridesmaid and bachelorettes. I decided to split the episode into two. One wedding, one in terms of what I think is cool and chic and one being a bridesmaid. I have a lot of disclaimers. The first and most important one is I've been a bridesmaid many times and I'm honored to have been a bridesmaid. And I had great times with all of my, all of the, you know, brides. They're all my dear, dear friends. Love them. I'm I'm going to try to do this in the positive. So instead of saying that was negative, that was negative, whatever, I'm going to try and speak only in the positive in terms of what I think works well and what I think is good. Second, very crucial disclaimer, weddings are very personal. Okay, this is my opinion. If I say something and you did the opposite at your wedding, it doesn't mean that I'm shitting on you. It doesn't mean that you did something wrong. It doesn't mean that I'm right. It is simply my opinion. I also understand I've never been a bride and I know probably a lot of you rolling your eyes saying this bitch has never planned a wedding. You're goddamn right I haven't. You're goddamn right I haven't. This is simply my opinion. This is a highly requested episode. Please no one get upset by this. I have an upcoming episode which I'm really excited about which is like how to not take things personally and something I'm working on but I have some tips compiled so I'm going to talk about that in the future but I get it. Weddings are super emotional for a lot of people. A lot of people have dreamt about the day since they were a little girl. They have a very specific thing in their mind and they want it. This is just my opinion. Who the fuck am I? Just a girl that you listen to her podcast sometimes. Okay. Third thing. I think part of the reason that weddings are so sensitive is because they're very to do with money. Okay. And I'm going to be real with you guys. Sometimes I look at weddings and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Like it's so much money to spend on one day. It's so much money. Again, see right there what I just did? I'm not saying if you spent a lot of money on your wedding, you're a bad person or it wasn't a good decision. I'm just saying for me, sometimes I think about the finances and I'm like, damn, I'd rather buy like a car or like a house or a trip. But I don't know because I'm not in love right now. Okay, I don't know. So this is again just my point of view. So anyway, I think that the reason that people get it's very sensitive is because it's to do with money. Everybody's friend group is different, everybody's relationship to money is different. I am not going to disclaim every single thing I say in this episode, so I'm just getting it out the way. I mean absolutely no offense, and I'm going to try to stay in the positive. This is just what I think in, a, in an ideal situation and what I have experienced and what I think is, you know, fun and cool. Um and by the way, I don't think I'm going to have bridesmaids. If I do get married and if I do have a wedding, I think I'll probably do what my last friend did, which is like she had a bachelorette and she had a bunch of us come get ready with her. And we all wore like a color scheme. Um, but like there wasn't any formal bridesmaids. That's probably what I do. If I end up having a wedding again, I don't know. We plan and God laughs who the fuck knows. Okay. So, um, let's start with, Oh, it's 11, 11, make a wish even on the pod. I think it translates because I'm recording this at 11 and 11. So just make a wish. Hold on. I'm going to make one. Okay. Love you guys. Okay. So, and also these are some of the most common questions that I get. And a lot of the fights that I get, uh, uh, you know, in AMA or people calling, a lot of it is about this stuff. So I feel like maybe if we can establish some thoughts together. It will help if anyone else is going through this. And some of the questions are fun because a lot of the times it's like, what's a cute thing to ask uh, girls to be my bridesmaid with? Um, my opinion on this and with all gifts is is very Virgo of me. You Do something practical. Do something that they will actually love and use because I see a lot of things on Instagram where I'm like, that's cute. Like the snow globe with like their wedding date in it with like a lot of glitter and like all this stuff. But are they actually going to use it? I that's just my thought, you know. So an example would be a really cute claw clip or gosh, a pair of sunglasses, like a cute fun pair of sunglasses or I don't know, like a little bracelet, something like that that they're actually going to use um that doesn't feel like like merch. I would say that on the whole I'll, sorry, I have one other disclaimer. I'm 32, right? I'm 32. A lot of you all getting married or being in weddings are like 26. We are in totally different stages of life. So what I like for one of those gifts might not be what you like for one of those gifts. And that's totally fine. It's not your taste. But on the whole, my rule is like, I really like to get people gifts that they're going to use. Even for my, my close friends, I'm like, what do you want for your birthday? Because I'd rather just get them something that they like. Like it's just otherwise it's there's so much waste in the world. It's like I'm trying to think of an example, but like they don't want a t-shirt with like bride tribe on it Like they're not going to use it. It, it No matter how cute you think it is you found it on etsy. They don't care Like they're not going to wear a fucking t-shirt that says bride tribe to the gym So just get them to something that they're going to like, you know, what's very cute I think like a little workout set like a little cute, you know workout top They're gonna be like, oh my god cute. That's fun and whatever adorable or just text them Like, again, it doesn't have to be a gift at every at every juncture. And in fact, if you're thinking about if you're the bride and you're like, "Mm, I could either get them all like a monogrammed like booty short or I could pay for a dinner at the bachelorette. I don't know. I would go paying for the bachelorette dinner at every time. Again, that's me. Okay, so let's now talk about if you receive an invite to be a bridesmaid and you can't and you can't swing it financially. That is okay. That does not make you a bad friend and we all need to start talking about this more because the amount of emails and calls and DMs I get from girls who are heartbroken and stressed out because they cannot financially swing it is it's enough. We need to stop putting this pressure on our girlfriends. Like sometimes the amount of money that you can spend on a wedding is it's actually insane when you do when you add it all up. When you think the bridesmaid's dress, the the flights to the bachelorette, we're gonna get into that in a second, but paying for the house, paying for all the dinners, paying for the merch, getting the wedding present, flying to the wedding, sometimes you're out like thousands of dollars. And if you are twenty six, that is an absolutely astronomical financial ask for a friend. My point of view is if you can't swing it, there is absolutely no shame in going to your friend and saying, I love you so much. I'm just not in a position where I can, you know, do all this stuff. I'd love to still come get ready with you, you know, whatever feels comfortable, but you can say, I'd love to still come get ready with you. Or maybe I could come to the, you know, I'll come to the bridal shower, obviously, if it's in our hometown or whatever, but I just can't pay for the flights and all that and what have you right now. But I love you. This is no reflection. To my brides. I know I haven't been a bride, but I do feel very, very Qualified to speak on this. Just because someone cannot afford to be your bridesmaid, it doesn't mean they don't love you. It really, really, really doesn't. It just means that they can't swing it and they probably feel embarrassed and bad about it, even though they shouldn't. So don't make them feel worse. If your childhood best friend is like, hey, I just had a baby and like, I really can't do it. I can't come. I'm sorry. Just because you went to her bachelorette back in the day doesn't mean she cares about you less. Okay. It just means that she just had a baby and she literally can't come. I just think that we all need to give our give each other a little bit more grace when it comes to things with money because everybody's in a different position. Really everybody's in a different position. And you know, to call a spade a spade, you are asking people to spend a lot of money to celebrate you. So if they can't, it's not because they don't love you, it's just because they can't spend the money, right? Um and also you know how I feel about this it's your friendships are not made in the big moments they are not made in the in the 3 days of your bachelorette your friendships are made When you guys were in college together and you had all the same classes and you biked to class every day and you had the best time. Your your friendships are made in the Euro trip that you guys took when you were 18 and you went interrailing and you had the time of your lives and, like, you know, got matching tattoos. Or when your friend was going through a bad breakup and you were there for her and you didn't leave her house for a week because you were so worried about her. That is when friendships are made, okay? By the time you are asking someone to be a bridesmaid or you're in someone's wedding, your friendship is pretty solid. Think about it that way, guys. Think about it that way. At that point, you're friends, right? You have shown up for each other. Okay. Let's talk about um, who to invite to be your bridesmaid. Because this is like one of the, another most common thing that I get. And again, haven't been a bride. Okay, sorry. Stop calling things. My opinion is that you should not feel obligated to ask anybody to be your bridesmaid. We just had a question. I want to say like two or three weeks ago on the, on the show, someone called in and was like, I just, I'm not friends with this girl anymore, but she's in our group. We had a falling out. Like, do you think that, uh, like I need to invite, ask her to be my bridesmaid? I'm, and I, I was like, no, I don't. If you're not good with someone right now, don't invite them. Here's the weird thing about bridesmaids you know, in your 20s, 30s and 40s and beyond, your friendships ebb and flow, something we talk about a lot. But I feel like even more in your 30s, it's kind of like when, you know, the splinter era we talk about, that's when things really start to get, you know, kind of go all over the place. It's okay if someone you thought was going to be in your wedding is not in your wedding. To me, it's more like, who do you feel comfortable and best with in this moment? That's my opinion. I don't think any bride should feel pressured to invite anybody to her wedding, even if it's like a group thing and like, oh, this one girl, but you don't talk to her anymore. It's like, okay, so just out of guilt, you're going to have someone be in your wedding pictures and be on your bachelorette party, like in the corner, not really vibing with everybody else. I don't know. I feel the same way about birthdays and everything now. But again, I only started feeling this way once I turned 30 and I started realizing, why would I ever hang out with people that I don't like or don't feel good about right now? And is it awkward sometimes? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, someone you thought was your best friend, you look up and you're strangers. But that's more to do with like friendship and the other shit that we talk about and friendship ebbing and flowing and you got to let it go. But like just to invite someone you know kind of as a courtesy like because you have good memories to me doesn't really make sense but that's my opinion when it comes to like sister-in-laws and stuff like you know your your fiance's if they've got a sister I don't know everyone seems to do that I don't know I'm maybe I'm maybe I'm a bitch but if I didn't if I wasn't like bffs with my fiance's sister and you know sister I wouldn't invite her I'm sorry I just like I don't know. I just, I, I'm just not really into obligation, as you probably have noticed, guys. Like I, I just don't think that doing things out of obligation is like good when it comes to situations like this, because I think it just kind of makes it awkward. Like She's not your friend. She's your future sister, sister-in-law. Now, if you're vibing with her and you're homies and it's the best, go right ahead. But I don't know. I don't think brides should feel obligated. Okay. So, bachelorettes. In an ideal world, Let's see if I can get through this sentence without qualifying it. In an ideal world, I think that the bride should pay for the accommodation. I do. I'm sorry. Especially if she's asking people to fly to go somewhere. I'm sorry. I think that's the best. I said sorry. That's technically qualifying. Steve is nodding. I qualified. Okay. Well, whatever. I did it. Sorry. Sorry again. Oh my God. Stop it. (laughs) I have a tick. I do. I, I, I just think that. That's the nice thing to do, especially if you're asking people to fly to Cabo or Vegas. I think that the bride should pay for the rooms Um, because otherwise you're kind of just and and look, other friendships are different. Like, I I mean, other friend groups are different and sometimes people just they kind of go around Robin and everyone just does it for everybody else. But I think that gets tricky because. Maybe one girl's bachelorette in the friend group is down the road at a beach hut that you know you you all are renting from Airbnb. That's like uh, you know not that much a night, and then the other girl is like, "We're going to Greece." And everyone's like, okay, I guess I'll just go fuck myself in my bank account then. So that's why I think that that can get tricky because I know sometimes people just have an understanding like, oh, we're all going to do it for each other. The other reason why that gets tricky is because one girl gets married at 26, the other girl gets married at 32, and it's a completely different group at the time. So in an ideal world, to me, the bride pays for the accommodation. I think that's nice. Um, And you know everyone else can pay for the dinners and whatever, but I I think that that's... um, You know, I I don't know. I think that that's nice. And again, if someone can't come because of financial reasons, then you can't get mad at them. That's not, that's insane. Um, Games and stuff. Okay. So obviously it's so different 20s, 30s, 40s. In my 20s, all of the bachelorettes we went to, we did a lot of games and that was just the vibe. And I think, um, and then now in my 30s, it's more like this is a vacation for us all to hang out and have fun. And maybe there's like one newlywed game or whatever. To me, this is a personal preference for the bride. But I do think that similar to birthdays, the kindest thing you can do as the bride is to tell everyone your vibe of the bachelorette. Like, what are your goals? If you're like, hey guys, I wanna get absolutely ratchet and I want a perfect picture in my white bikini um, and that's what I want, then your friends know how to facilitate you having a good time. If you're like, hey guys, I really don't care about any games. Like, I don't wanna put people through that. Like, I literally just wanna vibe and chill with you tell them communicate it they're not mind readers and you know how girls are like with these kind of trips and planning like your friends can get competitive with, with one another and there can be mixed messages. So the kindest thing you can do is to tell them your priorities, right? Maybe you care a lot about the games. Maybe that makes you feel loved. Maybe you don't give a shit about the games and you find them embarrassing. So let them know so they don't spend fucking 16 hours tr- hiding their work computers, emailing the other girls, being like, okay, everyone write your favorite memory about Jessica. Like just let them know. For, like for me, again, haven't been a bride. I know. I know. But I have always been very communicative about my birthday. I, I always plan my birthday. I do it. And I always tell people like what the vibe is and what I want. And even though in our younger years, people will be like, oh, my God, Tink's birthday diva. Now, everyone loves me for it because they're, I, I'm not confusing. You know, some people are like, I don't care what we do. And someone's like, OK, well, do you want me to plan a dinner and you want to go out? Or, and then it's just your friends are stressed. Like we're all adults here. Let them know. Even if it's silly, even if you really just want good pictures, that's your prerogative. You're the bride. You say what you want and then your friends will be happy to facilitate it. I think it just gets messy when it's like you don't let them know and then your best friend from home and your best friend from college are trying to like be the bigger friend and like do the good things. And it's just like, just over communicate, okay? Also, whoever is planning the Bachelorette, I think it's kind if you give an estimate of how much you think it's going to cost up front. Because again, people like there's always hidden costs. All of a sudden you're in the airport and it's like, OK, we're getting a cab to the hotel. That's going to be like fucking 400 euros or something. And you're like, oh, great. I'll just tack that on to, you know, the rest of it. Um, so say, listen, guys, we're going to these restaurants. Like this is about how much it's going to be. People need to plan. Okay. People, people, and and that's only fair if you are expecting people to, to pay, um, on your batch. Um, and in terms of planning it, I mean, I guess that sometimes the maids of honor planet, um, that would give me so much anxiety. I'm, if I have one, I'm definitely going to plan it myself, but I guess the maids of honor planet. And again, be mindful of their time. Like they have lives too. And you know, it's, it's a full time job to plan a trip for like 12 girls is is like a actually kind of a lot of work. Um, so <laughs> you've made it through the bachelorette party. You are now advancing to the day of the wedding. Oh, no, sorry. The um uh, bridal shower. I don't really know too much about bridal showers. I never really vibed with them. It seems more like a thing that your mom's friends do. Um, They're nice and everyone wears floral dresses and that's that on that I mean you know what, what more, can you, more can you say um, the day of the wedding um, I often get asked like what do you think is a cute thing to give bridesmaids for the day of the wedding and if you're having them come get ready Personally, I like a pajama because it's like soft and you're lounging all day. I love set active pajamas. Or if you want to do like a fun, sexy robe, Intimisimi has like really, really pretty nightgowns. Like make make your bridesmaids feel sexy and good. Like give them the soft PJs, give them a sexy robe if you want to do that. Um, I think it's nice to provide something if you want them all to be like in the same, you know, outfit. Uh, If you if you want your bridesmaids to be in glam, you have to pay for it. I think it's insane. I We had a question almost a year ago and this girl called, I wonder if Steve remembers this, and she was like, this bride is making us pay and, and she's saying that we all have to wear our hair a certain way. And I was like, that's insane. If you are making the girls pay for their own hair and makeup, I don't think that you can dictate like what you're, what they look like you know say like everyone has to have a low bun or whatever whatever like if you want to pay for it and then you can say guys like I really want everyone to do light glam and like hair up fine fine that's fine but I I don't think that you can demand that they pay for their own hair and makeup and then also what they look like that's like kind of insane to me um and but again I know that some friend groups just do that and that's fine this is again just simply my opinion um, feed your bridesmaids, feed your bridesmaids. If you're having the girls show up at 8am to start getting ready and you're taking pictures at four, you need to have breakfast and lunch and snacks for them. You need to have coffee for them and mimosas if that's your thing or whatever, but you need to feed your bridesmaids so that they're not hangry. The wedding that I just went to, oh my god, it was the most divine getting ready situation. There was a full spread breakfast, coffee, tea, champagne, mimosas, fruit, eggs, like really like good food, solid food. And then lunch again, because it's a long day. You know, if you've been in a wedding, you know how long that day is. And otherwise, you know, if if there's just like two stale croissants out, the girls get starving. They have a mimosa. They're like tired. They're, you know, by the time it's four, they're like loopy and they're just so tired. Like you, you want I I need to eat three meals a day. So again, speaking from personal experience, if you feed me, I'm a better bridesmaid. Period. That's just it. Um, support the bride. Don't be competitive with other bridesmaids. That's a really weird thing that girls do. Like if there's different friend groups in the brides in the in the bride tribe, your your bride French will not. She's not like scoring you at least she shouldn't be she's not scoring you on a secret little score sheet against her best friend from home against her best friend from work. It's a happy occasion. It's a happy happy thing and just show up for her be there. You don't have to be competitive about anyone like you know you know have you been in bridal parties where everyone's like no I'm taking her to the bathroom. I'm going to hold her dress up. I'm going to hold the bouquet. It's like okay girls. Let's chill here. We're all here to celebrate the bride, not get a freaking cookie and a pat on the head from her. Like it's fine. And those are my thoughts on being a bridesmaid. Again, I've loved all of my experiences. All of them have been different. Um, I wonder what I I wonder what I'll do. It would be funny if I ended up having like fifty bridesmaids. Oh, one last thing. I think it's so funny how sometimes people like they have to have it matching. And I know if any wedding planners are going to listen, they're like this dumbass hobag hoe bag girl who has never been married before. But I've gotten some messages where it's like, do you think it's okay if I have seven bridesmaids and my fiance has like eight groomsmen? To me, the answer is yes. To me, that's better than like randomly filling a a, you know, with someone you don't like that much. But again, I'm a random hoe who's never been married. So what the fuck do I know? I should have consulted a wedding planner before doing this. But uh, hey, shout out to all the bridesmaids out there this summer. You are an elite crew. You've been selected for a reason. And we love you. And we see you. Super interested to hear everyone's thoughts on this. I hope I gave enough disclaimers. I never, ever, ever, ever want to offend. I just want to give my honest opinion. Okay, guys. I am headed back to the Hamptons this weekend for a chill time. I'm having a chill time for real, for real. Um, And then I'll be back with you on Monday for another episode. And I'll be back to the city, just living my best East Coast life. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, send it to a friend. Please share it. That's my favorite thing that you guys do is when you share the pod with a friend. And tell me your thoughts. I'm really curious to hear Uh, how this how this is all absorbed and what other interesting bridesmaid stories you have if you have any good ones maybe I'll read them out on the pod Uh, I love you I'll see you Monday bye